Tonight's Mass of the Lord's Supper is a night and celebration all about the Holy Eucharist. That on the night before he was betrayed, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body. And in a similar way, he took a cup filled with wine, and he said, This is my blood, the blood of the new and the eternal covenant. And so tonight, we celebrate the very fact that God now has given us the Holy Eucharist for us to receive and to have communion with him. Jesus talked about this moment. He performed some signs, some miracles that foreshadowed what he was going to do on this night. As he multiplied loaves of bread and fed hungry crowds, thousands of people, as he turned water into wine at that wedding feast in Cana, and in John chapter 6, when he taught his disciples that whoever eats my body and drinks my blood will live forever. And so tonight, those apostles who heard that teaching are fully aware what he meant that day in Capernaum as they eat his body and drink his blood offered to them at the celebration of the Last Supper at that night in the upper room. What happens then after the celebration of the Last Supper? Jesus leads the apostles. They go out to the Mount of Olives singing hymns of praise. And there Jesus arrives at the Garden of Gethsemane and he begins to pray. He prays to his Father asking, Father, if it be your holy will, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, your will be done. He goes back, he finds his apostles, they fall asleep. He said, can you not keep watch with me for one hour? For one hour. In our devotional life as Catholics, there's something called Eucharistic adoration. That what happens tonight at this Last Supper, at this celebration of the Holy Mass, what happens at every Mass that we celebrate that as the priest says those words, taking that bread into his hands and saying, this is my body, and then lifts it up, he elevates that host. Well, that is a moment of adoration for us. We adore Christ in that moment. Maybe we beat our breasts three times saying, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Maybe you have an acclamation. You say, my Lord, and my God. However you adore and pray in that moment, you have that particular moment at Mass where the host is raised, where the chalice is raised, God present on the altar, and you are able to pray in that moment. Centuries ago, this would have been enough for the people there was something called ocular communion. They had communion with their eyes. It wasn't customary for them to receive Holy Communion every week or every day for that matter, but they would come to Mass and they would simply gaze at the Lord elevated in the host and they would have communion 
with their eyes. Tonight, then, we have this elevation of the host. We have it at every Mass. Tonight, afterwards, we'll process with that Eucharist around the church and place it in the altar of repose. And we will pray before the altar of repose, just as Jesus prayed in the garden. Can you keep watch with me for one hour? In our liturgical devotion as Catholics, then, we have something called Eucharistic adoration. In a sense, it's the elongation of that moment of elevation, that at Mass, when the priest elevates the host and you have those few moments to adore, well, we suspend that in adoration, that the host consecrated at Mass is placed in a monstrance, this gold vessel, placed on the altar, and you're able to see the host consecrated, able to adore in that moment. You can come to the church and you can pray before the Blessed Sacrament reposed, but this is exposition. Jesus exposed on the altar for our prayer, for our adoration, for our devotion. And then we call this a holy hour, that just as Jesus tells the disciples, asks them, can you not keep watch with me for an hour? Well, then we have the opportunity to adore for an hour sometimes. That can be in an organized setting on first Saturday after Mass, an hour of adoration. On first Thursday, an hour of adoration. And in the upcoming weeks and months ahead, more opportunities will arise for us to participate in a weekly holy hour. And so tonight, as we pray before the reposed Blessed Sacrament, as we come to a Eucharistic holy hour, when we go to adoration, why have that holy hour? What do I do during that holy hour? First, why? Well, because Jesus tells his disciples to keep watch with him for an hour, so we can do the same way. Why else do we have a holy hour? So that we can speak to the Lord, that we can talk with him, that we can share with him whatever is happening in our life, just as we share with other people in our lives what is happening and then, not only do we speak to him, we look at Jesus in the presence of the altar as he's there in the monstrance. But then, not only do we speak, but we listen. We have moments for quiet. And maybe you begin to sense how God is speaking deep within your heart. Go to adoration week after week, and I promise you that you'll begin to hear God speaking to you in your life, in the depths of your heart. Now, there's a documentary that is coming out in theaters on April 25th. It's called Alive. And it's one day that it's going to be in theaters. It's a Spanish documentary. It's all in Spanish. There's English subtitles. I had the chance to watch it in advance of its release. And this film Alive follows six or five, however many different people, you get to meet them at the very beginning. They share their stories. One was a, 
an atheist. One was kind of just your run-of-the-mill Catholic, nothing too much, maybe Mass on Sundays. And so you meet these different people. And about halfway through, after you learn their story, well, then they share with you that they discovered the weekly holy hour, that there was this organized hour of adoration in their parish, and they went every week. And it began to change their life, and they give testimony as to the power of that Eucharistic holy hour. They related that they experienced peace, that they had moments of silence, that in their busy lives, there's not a lot of time for silence, and so they had those moments for silence. It was a place where they came. Why go to a holy hour? To recharge themselves spiritually, to draw from the Lord the strength you need for the next day or for the next week, just as we do for Sunday Mass, as it gives us strength to endure whatever happens. So that's why we have Holy Hour, so that we can speak, that we can listen, that we might receive whatever it is that God in his grace wants to give to us. Well, then you might ask, what do I do during a Holy Hour? What do I do tonight during the altar of repose as I pray for an hour? What do I do when I come on first Saturday or first Thursday or any other holy hour opportunity I have? Well, first, this is from the witness of those people from Alive, the documentary. One person said, I go to adoration and I ask God, I ask Jesus the difficult questions that I have. Why did this happen? Where were you? Are you real? They ask questions of Almighty God. For another person in that documentary, they said, I come to the holy hour and I place my worries there. Whatever I'm anxious about, whatever I'm nervous about, I bring it and I lay it at the feet of Jesus at the altar at the monstrance. And in a sense, you say, Jesus, take care of it. That's also something you can do during a holy hour, what you can do. There was a couple in the documentary, husband and a wife. They got pregnant later in life, kind of unexpected. They didn't think that they could have children any longer. And, of course, high risk. Doctors are saying, well, your child has a chromosome deficiency. They're worried They're going to their holy hour every week. And in a sense, they ask God for the impossible. Cure our child. Help that child. If you have something impossible in your life, the holy hour might help you to give it to the Lord, to request it of the Lord Jesus. You might, as you come to the holy hour, bring a book. Maybe you bring a Bible Perhaps you read a passage of sacred scripture. Fulton Sheen, Archbishop Sheen, would say that you read until a thought strikes you, and then you talk to the Lord about it. Maybe tonight in our Holy Thursday Gospel, maybe one of those questions of Peter, maybe you ask that of the Lord, and so you sit with that question, and you say, Lord, you said this to Peter, what do you say to me as I ask you this question? 
You might bring a spiritual book, something from a spiritual writer, and again, read it until something strikes you, and then talk to the Lord about it. These are a few things that you can do during a holy hour. Jesus asks us to keep watch with him just as he asked his apostles. We wish not to fall asleep during that holy hour, but to be engaged with the Lord, speaking to him and listening to him, praying to him. This holy hour that we have tonight, this holy hour that we have, these opportunities for adoration, they are truly moments that can really change our life as we come face to face with the Lord Jesus, as we look at him and he looks at us.